hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Recap Reveal. It's it's like Geekly Reveal, but it's not weekly, and it's about something specific. Yeah. This time, it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Once again, it's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my... My co-host. <laughs> Would you like to tell the people wow. who it is that you are? It's me, it's the Star Spangled, uh... Man with a plan. Yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, it's Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snowpier on Tumblr. And. Oh, Steph on Instagram. Yeah, and we're going to be talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so it is a spoiler cast, so if you have not seen all six episodes, or. Yeah, yeah, and definitely you... don't listen if you don't want to be spoiled for all the way through the end of <laughs> the series. Yeah, but if you don't care. We would appreciate your listen. That's that's great. Yeah. Maybe we'll be entertaining, even if you haven't seen it. But yeah, um, normally we'll do this is the part where we ask each other how we've been doing, but we'll do that in the regular weekly episode. We have lots to talk about about this show, presumably. But yeah, let's just start with the general stuff. You know, how did how did you feel about the show? You know, did you like it? That kind of stuff. Um, the show, I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought that they did a lot of good stuff. Like, I wasn't expecting them to, um, like, and even, like, like I know you said on Twitter, like, it is still kind of, like, a cheesy, like, ham-fisted way of handling race, but it's, like, in line with how the MCU as a tone does that kind of thing. Like, I'm glad that they actually addressed it. There are definitely things that I didn't like about it, um, but most of those have to do with my, like, aggressive, protective, like, Papa Bear feelings about Bucky, <laughs> and like kind of I guess also like mental health care in general. Okay. But yep. overall, I really enjoyed the show, and I'm glad that the Black Smashers turned out to not be the bad guys. Good. Yeah, I think I, I I think I pretty much agree with that. I enjoyed the show very very thoroughly. Um, despite me saying there's some cheesy stuff and some on the nose stuff, I'm not going to say that that's bad. It's you know, I would love a very, how to say, like, a nuanced, very heady discussion about race. But this is the MCU we're talking about. Get out from the MCU, like. Right. And that's good. Um, I, I think just with a lot of the way that comic book fans and anime fans and just nerds in general interpret things, um, I, I don't mind that it was on the nose. And the cheese is just fun. Like, this is... These are men in colorful suits, <laughs> flying around, yeah. like, there's a dude who holds a bus up from going off of a cliff, you know. The bad guys yeah. wear masks, despite the fact that the leader of the bad guys is known by everybody. So it's not like she's hiding her identity. And it's, cl- like, it's either Carly or a Flag Smasher, both of which are outlaws, so it's not like this is helping you. Um, so we can be yeah. cheesy, it's fine, it, it, it's fine. But I, I really did enjoy it for what it is. It felt more like typical mcu stuff and i think i saw some articles before they were saying you know this should have came out before wandavision because that was so fun and weird and such a departure from marvel it would have felt like an escalation but i'm gonna go out on a limb and say i think the opposite is true because if this would have been the first thing to come out of the disney plus stuff i probably wouldn't have watched it without recommendation i probably would have needed convincing whereas wandavision was so weird and goofy that i was like I need to see what they're going to do with this. Uh, the only reason I watched Falcon the Winter Soldier was from a lot of the goodwill that WandaVision built up for me. In my personal opinion. 
Well, of course not. This was a this was a fun, <laughs> a, a no no frills about you know med meditation about race. So they're like, yeah, racism racism is good. Um, yeah, overall, I, I did like I said, I did like it. Uh, I would recommend it to anybody who likes Marvel stuff or just likes some decent schlock. And I think it improved a lot on the Marvel Cinematic Universe formula. There's a lot of things I think it did better than the typical stuff from the MCU. I mean, yeah, it, I would agree. Um, pace it's it, crazy when you like have time to like you know focus in on one person's story, how you can tell a better story. Yeah. Um, as far as pacing and stuff, I, I think it always kept giving us nice little cliffhangers. I think it told the story we wanted to tell. I don't feel like there was any any wasted time. I don't feel like there were any plot threads that just didn't go anywhere. Um, save for one thing that I think they retooled, which we'll get into some of the conspiracy theories. Um, but yeah, the only the only time I felt like it was straight filler, maybe not straight filler, but was when they were doing the uh, boat fixing sequence with Sam and Bucky. That was just like friendship building <laughs> that didn't really serve yeah. the plot, but I thought it was really good and was a nice breather episode before the final battle. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I thought it was very, just like, yeah, like, just charming. I'm, I just, I love the two of them so much. Yeah. Like, just that's me being emotional about her boys. Well, they've been on, they've been on quite the emotional ride, those two. They've ha they have more of an arc in the movies, I think, than Steve and Bucky did. Because we have yeah. to just take for granted that Steve and Bucky are really good friends that, that are worth fighting governments for. <laughs> um, versus we see like the whole arc of uh, Sam and Bucky like they go from being enemies in the Winter Soldier just out of just out of principle and stuff and then in Civil War they dislike like Sam dislikes Bucky for the things that he did but seems like he doesn't particularly blame him for them but still like well you did beat my ass and I know you didn't so choose to didn't care for that yeah. but I know you didn't choose to yeah, and then in Endgame, they just kind of work together as much as anyone else does. And then this one, they go, they're like kind of, I respect you, but I don't like you, to, okay, well, now we're friends. Now, yo, you can do whatever you want, but don't date my sister. Kind of like ribbing it with each other. So I, thought that was, I, th I think they have a, a much clearer arc <laughs> than yeah. other characters tended to. Although yeah, we... and like even, even the, like, the romantic arcs of people. Although, speaking of people who were in romantic arcs, at some point, didn't quite follow what they were trying with Sharon. In this episode, or, or in sorry, this in this show, episode. or in the yeah, universe? Yeah, in this show, well, in this show, and in the universe, like, they don't really know what she's, like, what to do with her. Yeah, and I don't, I, I feel like we need a little bit more from her when the next thing we see, because... I, I, see, I saw a lot of theories from the outset that Sharon was the power broker because it was obvious, eventually. Yeah. Uh, but at first it was kind of like, well, every interaction she had with the Avengers has been like, it feels positive, but it's only set them up for more issues. Like, every interaction they had in Civil War was like stoking the, the argument more than actually trying to mend it, which mm. is an interesting thing. And it's like, oh yeah, I just disappeared to Madrigal without telling anybody and no one ever tried to contact me. It's like, well, phone goes both ways, Sharon, and you seem to have, like, infinite contacts, so you could have asked something, like, that's really strange. Yeah, so what's all this about, like? Um, but now she's just back due to a favor from Sam, and she intends to sell the country out for, for capitalism. 
which I kind of will get into a little bit later because I I, t- I took a lot of notes. I posted them on Twitter, but I think it's they're decent discussions. But I don't know what they're doing with Sharon because last we saw of her before the show was kind of being romantic with Steve, like with mm. with her aunt's old boyfriend, which yeah. is at her aunt's funeral. Yeah, and then giving them supplies and then peacing out. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with her character. But I think she is an interesting contrast to Sam in a few ways. Yeah, like, Sam had a very clear trajectory. Like, the, the point of the show was Sam doesn't feel comfortable being Captain America. Uh, this show will give him the, the arc he needs to get there. Yeah. Like, and in that sense, I think it really... It took a weird approach to get there, but I think it all the steps were kind of necessary whether the length of them needed to be so long, I think it was necessary for him to see uh, a white Captain America to do it wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he needed to fight an opponent who he didn't necessarily ideologically disagree with or even dislike personally. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe optimistically so. Like Maybe he went a little far being like, like someone said, I don't think Steve would have gave her this much leeway because <laughs> Steve <laughs> hates bullies, and it's that's fair. Uh-huh. Uh, but Steve's a little bit old school in that he's very stubborn where sam seems yeah. like he's willing to change when he gets new information yeah. <laughs> so i think i don't know the the plot was kind of weird though because there wasn't a clear a clear villain necess- or a clear antagonist in the sense that the person that's that sam and bucky had a conflict with was Carly's methods like they didn't dislike her they didn't ever want to kill her they yeah they just were like you have the right idea that you're going about this in a damaging way yeah like can you not kill people because besides that you're right which is (laughs) which is like literally like every MCU villain in the last like several movies I feel like yeah and she didn't even want to hurt them like at least at least Killmonger's like I'll have to I'll kill whoever I have to and Thanos was like hey it is what it is but Carly's like, guys, please, I really like you. Please stop getting in my way. Which was a nice, interesting twist on the formula. Yeah. But even... It, it, there is that weird thing of, oh, villain has, like, actually somewhat leftist ideas, so they have to kill a hostage, so we realize they're a bad guy. So we know they're bad. But, like, Thanos' whole thing was less good than the comics, I think, because originally he just wanted to kill a bunch of people to impress the concept of death, which, cool, that's fine. That's that's a nice fantasy concept. Yeah. Um, but in this, he's like, hey, there's not enough resources, so I want to kill half the people. It's like, do you not see how that's not going to be terrible? Like, you don't seem unintelligent. You should know that this is a bad idea, or at least not cool. And... But like, also, like, God, like, my guy, like, you have the ability to, instead of getting rid of half the people doubling the stuff yeah or like i don't know this isn't a nice thing to do but like you're not going to just rule the universe and make them share resources properly like i don't i don't know about the rest of the universe but i know the earth has enough resources to to sustain the life on it um that's not really an issue that we have yeah we have a political issue which is what killmonger and carly both properly uh understood so, I don't know. I didn't like that part, but there is that theory going around that there was originally, like, a pandemic plot going around that this was supposed to be shaped on. I don't know if we that mentioned boy. this before. No, I don't think so. So, it was, the theory is that this was an idea, but then COVID happened, and they're like, this might be in poor taste at this point. 
Because I think the bus that she jumps out of to fight Bucky, I think, was full of vaccines and stuff. And we don't hear anything about, like, the GRC at any other... Like, we don't hear about it in WandaVision, really. Which, not that that was about it, but you think, like, S.W.O.R.D. would have mentioned, oh, hey, there's some other stuff going on. Like, like, Monica had no problem slotting back into her regular life. Which is, like, so did she not have a house to go back to? Did she not have a house in general? Like... Did it help that the person whose house she lived in, that person died besides the snap? So, like, no one would have repopulated her house. They never mentioned that at all, which, oversight, it's not important, who cares? But, uh, there's just these different ideas that, why would Captain America and the army be involved with, like, at first it's just, like, a super soldier bank robbery? Like, why why would John Walker or Anthony Mackie care, or uh, Falcon care about that? Um, And then... Uh, Carly's like grandma or aunt or friend is just sick with a random disease that's like oh like what is this and I think they said it's like tuberculosis like off screen a couple times which ADR is often a sign of rewrites but not always um like voiceover and stuff because we never see a character physically say that so it's like well is tuberculosis that big of a deal or if it was like wouldn't some people know about that or think about that it just seems like there's there's a few hints that there's a virus happening and no acknowledgement of it on screen, in a way. Yeah, like, that there, there is a health problem in addition to, like, the, the resettlement problem. Yeah, because it seemed like a lot of the resettlement people were, like, unhealthy. And not mm-hmm. just, like, but not in a way that was like, oh, hey, there's not access to clean water because they're in, like, refugee camps. It just seemed like they're unhealthy for no reason. And that oh. would make more sense of, like, why they're, like, rearranging people in such a drastic way. Yeah. Like... I mean, I know there's birth rates and stuff, but, like, if every if half the population came back, you would think that there was some place they could have been before. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, how would you feel if you, like, left your house and someone was in it when you came back? It's like, well, I don't know. I'd ask them to go back to wherever they were before or let me live there. Like, was there not enough space? Like, what happened? So there's just sort of, like, a missing plot line that way. I think Nando V Movies did a good... A video about like why he thinks that and why it's possible but it would be interesting to know if like rewrites were why some of the the flag smashers ideology doesn't really work yeah that would make that would make like surprising amount of sense because i definitely was like i don't like i, I never quite bought their like what they were selling i guess yeah, like, they want a world without borders, like, in, in what capacity, like, they're like, well, we just like the way that life was, before, like, during the blip, is like, were there not borders during the blip then, or like, yeah. they're like, well, everyone was a lot nicer during then, it's like, well, like, why did, like, why is that the thing that made everybody come together, because as we're seeing in real life, a pandemic did not do that, um, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know what would have to have to happen to Earth for people to come together, but, um, they're like, yeah, life was just better during then. Like, you want to show us how? Because last time we saw during the blip, it kind of sucked. Like, Natasha was in a horrible mood. Like, people were in support groups. Like, the world did not look like it was thriving after Thanos snapped half the people away. But, yeah, like, pe- people were not doing... Like, just because there were more resources didn't mean people... Like, and I guess this is part of the point, is that, like, just because there are more resources doesn't mean that people are living better yeah but that said the flip side of that which is is the audience kind of having to do the legwork on this is 
if you get rid of half the people, conflicts like who has the most oil and all this kind of stuff, like who has the biggest military might still matter. But like when you're like, we're just trying to survive at this point, there could be a situation where, oh, hey, Stark Industries bombs aren't blowing up uh, Sokovia anymore. And life was better when we weren't getting blown up. Like, yeah, we had to search for food, but we had to do that already. So it was nice not to have to worry about military bombs and stuff. So if they would have yeah. showed us that, which I don't know if the propaganda element is allowing them to say, hey, we weren't doing drone strikes during the blip because it wasn't a priority. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe that's what they want to go back to. Like, we want to... We just didn't see what life was like during that gap. And I think that would really inform why they're fighting for that. Because as far as we know, it just sucked. <laughs> yeah, because like we had that moment with Monica and WandaVision of like exactly how much it sucked to come back like to something that was completely that like you were you were gone for like a second and everyone else like had lost you for five years kind of thing. Like you kind of saw that fall out a little bit. Yeah. And we saw, what, like, five minutes of the chaos of everybody coming back. But nothing else from that? Like, that would have been its own, like, natural disaster, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, there would have been fights and stuff like that from people that didn't understand. Like, what are you doing, like, in my house? Like, uh, so you've been gone for the last five years. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so that could have been a whole thing. I don't know. I, I think it just made them a little bit inconsistent how they were just like, we're not killing anybody, we're not killing anybody, and suddenly Carly's like, let's blow up a refugee camp. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, really? Dude? She's like, they only respond to violence. I'm like, no, 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 I, I I, get that, but this just seems like a huge escalation from, like, you haven't killed anybody to now you're willing to blow up, like, what's essentially a hospital. So I just thought that was kind of uh, an odd thing. I don't know. Um, I think the John Walker stuff was interesting. I wish that we could have got, like, another episode of, like, his struggle. Because um, I think, like, it's an interesting concept of him being like, hey, you built me to be this kind of a soldier, so, like, how are you, like how dare you dispose of me when I do the kind of things you trained me to do? Which is not yeah. an endorsement of what the American military does, but I think is a good point of, like, America's fine doing these things until we get caught in 4K. And, like, oh, no, that's not what America does. No, no. And the rest of the world's like, how is this different from yesterday? Like, <laughs> other than it being Captain America, I guess. So. Yeah, I think it's like it's mostly just the the optics. That's what I'm thinking that. too. Yeah, because they didn't retire the Captain America thing because they seem to be letting Sam do it now. Like, no one seemed to balk at that. He showed up and was like, "Look, guys, I'm Captain America now. Like, I have to get used to it." Like, <laughs> and they were like, they weren't like, "Oh, we must go after him. He's stolen the shield," kind of thing. It was like, "Nah, he called like he called us out on national TV or international TV, so now we have to." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that whole that whole speech Falcon gave about how imperialism is bad. I think it's something we talked about before. It's like it's it was really cheesy, and I think it was ex- extremely on the nose. But I'm fine with that because yeah. if they don't spell it out in exact terms, people may inter- misinterpret it or try to like, well, he didn't say that, you know? Yeah, they're like gonna be like, there's no way to like, well, actually, what Sam said because Sam said it in such a straightforward, like, like earnest way that you can't really like goof or not goof on it but like you know what i mean yeah you can't twist it into something else 
Like, I thought at the end of Black Panther, when he built those outreach centers, I didn't think those were, like, charter schools. I'm like, oh, this is, like, a contact to Wakanda, and they can, like... I thought it was bigger than it was. People were like, that's big. He just opened, like, a science center in the hood. I'm like, oh, that's... Yeah. That's not really a flex. Like they were, yeah, that they were, like... Like, uh... Where's the ambassador's Embassy. Yeah, I thought it was something that would be more substantive. Like, oh, hey, you can come here and talk, like, learn about Wakanda, and we can, like, share technology and stuff with you, and, you know connect like some of the diaspora back to wakanda and stuff like that but apparently it was just like a school or something which yeah is not a flex and i misinterpreted that being charitable but i think other people would try to misinterpret things being uncharitable you know like oh falcon falcon said that we shouldn't that there shouldn't be countries and that everything should be anarchy like no no he didn't say that he just said we're not helping people so i'm fine with that and uh you know bucky was very charming after that that was very they had a cute moment um MCU connections. We got what? We have a power broker now. We have U.S. Agent, which is a character, and we have Val, who is sometimes Lady Hydra or something. Yeah, it's really Lady character. Is she? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe she's. I wonder if she's the. It would be cool if she was Madame Mask from the Hawkeye comics. Is that, <laughs> is that the same person by chance? I don't know, I'm looking it up right now because I do not know. Yeah, sorry, Madam Hydra, not like Lady Hydra. But there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on that I'm not sure. I don't know enough about the comics. Oh, first name Julieta Nefaria. I don't know if that's... <laughs> they give them like the, the most like specific names, like Nefaria. Hmm, is she going to be a bad guy? What? No, why would she... Uh... uh <laughs> Apparently she was in the Agent Carter TV show, so far be it for me to assume that she's also the villain here. I don't know. I don't know who Val is. Yeah. So apparently the, the Thunderbolts is an organization. Um, it's like disgraced good guys, or sort of like a like a Blackwater group of like, hey, we protect American interests when they don't want to get their hands dirty. It's like John Walker. We need you to do exactly what you did before, but this time. <laughs> We're not saying you're the... It's not Captain America doing it. It's just an agent of the United States. Which is... Imperialism, but with a new coat of paint. Uh, Wyatt Russell did a really great job of playing him, though. Like, I feel bad, because he seems like a a pretty likable guy. But he's playing, like, just this... Douche-ass American. Yeah, like, just, like, the face of, like, America. Like, it's so funny, because, like, Steve could have been that. You know, like, Steve is, like, a buff, like, blonde-eyed blonde hair blue eyed dude and like so is John Walker but John Walker is like the the face of like all lives matter like like American imperialism America yeah he was like what uh what's gonna call like the person that like an example of what how um how America could be better yeah I, I like to make the joke that Steve is fan in America and John Walker was kind of canon <laughs> in America. Yeah. And so, like, he, they even had him, like, say the hacky line of some, like, Carly was like, oh, yeah, we didn't mean to, like, kill Lamar. Like, his life didn't matter. Like, he didn't matter. He's like, his life didn't matter. Like, oh, I get it, because Black Lives Matter. But, like, John Walker seems like that cheesy dude. Like, he's quoting Lincoln and stuff of, like, a guy who ultimately does mean well, but is just, like, a bad person. Yeah. Like, ver- like the opposite of a lot of people who are good people, 
but they do bad things all the time. I don't know. But, like, I think he legitimately cared about, like, cares about people. Uh-huh. Um, he's kind of like the, the like, what America could be through the lens of, like, you know, when people say, hey, when you want to imagine a better world, like, don't filter it through the only possibilities we have now. Like, some people can only see a better America through, like, capitalist means. For example, it's like, there's other systems, like, I don't know what you mean, but, like, maybe billionaires should just give more money to people. It's like, no, like, open your mind. Yeah, what if we did that, but they gave any money that they made over, like, a hundred billion dollars to people, like... Yeah. They don't need to have billions of dollars. And John Walker kind of feels like that, and... Oh, yeah, the world could be a better place. Like, yeah, maybe America has, like, beat up some people, and, like, yeah, of course, like, black people are equal. Like, why wouldn't they be? But if you tell him something is systemic, he won't care or be like, that's impossible. Like, my best friend was black and he was a high ranking person. Like, there's a black Captain America now. Like, like racism's real, but like, it doesn't really affect anybody, right? Like, that kind of America, like, he, he doesn't fundamentally want things to change, but he does agree they should be better, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, like, like, why do you need feminism anymore? Like, women got the right to vote. Like, yeah my new boss is a woman like how 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 are women oppressed what do you mean um yeah that that's the kind of captain america john walker was and now he has a super soldier serum and apparently still does care more about rescuing people than revenge which is i don't know if that's good character writing or bad character writing but he had the chance to chase after carly or save a bus full of quote-unquote innocent people and he chose the bus so i'll give him that you know he did do the right thing when given a chance. It was, when it's between a good thing and a bad thing, he'll choose the good thing. If it's between nothing and a bad thing, though, I think he'll still choose the bad thing. <laughs> like, well, I have to do something. I can't do nothing. Like, no, I mean, I mean you no, can. Sometimes you can. Sometimes it's better if you do. Nothing. Uh, um, <laughs> I saw a tweet that said, uh, it showed his, like, DIY shield all busted up. <laughs> and, like, this is America without stolen resources. It's like, oof. <laughs> It's kind of a good on-the-nose symbol that his shield was just, like, wrecked, like, almost immediately. Yeah, well, also, I mean, like, even his super serum is, like, stolen international resources. Like, True. it was made by a non-American in a non-American country, and he just kind of stole it and, like, drank it. Like, yeah. Funded by an American who was trying to hurt people. <laughs> yeah, funded by an American with seedy motives. Which interest more interested in money than uh, morals, which I think is circles back around to the beginning of Iron Man One. Like it's bookends, right? Right. <laughs> I, I laughed that this series had a book like bookended of like Falcon fighting people in helicopters, like the first and last episode had that. <laughs> Just kind of like a funny thing that happened i don't know if it was on purpose I, the I fact that they had him literally just like yeet a man out of the helicopter and having like a woman in the back jump like jump up to, <laughs> to pilot it away like the we were we were talking about while we were watching it like the if you had to pick like the one most unrealistic thing about the whole marvel cinematic universe it would be the reliability of their comms yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, he, like, is, like... Like, with Tony around, it was one thing, but, like, Tony's dead now, and he's just, like... He suddenly had the lady who knew how to fly the helicopter, like, he had her on... 
like his channel like yeah like his channel connected to a cell phone like he just called her like yeah like, which is cool that like red wing 2.0 has 5g but that's kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> i like his new suit i wish they would have acknowledged like what came from wakanda like was it the wings yeah, was it the suit yeah. like <laughs> Did they just make him a whole new Red Wing? Like, did Bucky, like, send over, like, okay, like, my buddy really likes this little drone, so, like, when you make these new wings, can you give him a little remote? Like, I hate it, but he loves it, and he would just, it'll really make him happy if you give him this little backpack thing. Um, but I love, I love how much he fights with the wings, like, either as, like, yeah. a, to prop himself up or use the jetpack just as itself without the wings. Like, we saw some yeah. really cool stuff. I mean, that was, like, there was also, like, that really, like, like, you framed this this way on purpose, but it still got me kind of moments when he, like, when he lands with Carly's body at the end. Oh, yeah, the... Oh, uh, the very, like, angelic, like, like, oh, there's, there's the, like, the savior of the moment, and, like, yes, it is a black guy, like, there's your angelic, like, symbolism kind yeah. of thing. Extremely on the nose, but well shot. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> it's very nice to look at. They did a good job with that. Um, hmm. Mind if we get into some race stuff? I have a bunch of notes on this. <laughs> Dive right in, my friend. Okay, so some of this stuff is... I was watching different people's videos and helped me um, come up with some just some different threads. So credits to Andre the Black Nerd, Black Nerd Reviews, and uh, Nando B Movies. But um, one thing that I think was interesting, a lot of this is race talk and still spoilers, is that um sam had to work his ass off as like a good guy to become captain america even though he's already endorsed by captain america versus sharon carter got her cred back on name alone They're like we respect the carters and you have to go despite literally being a bad guy so just showing the yeah. imbalance between black and white people like having to make it up um i'll bring i think i brought up in the main show but it's interesting that john walker's final push into doing the super soldier stuff was being defeated by black women like i don't think that was a coincidence yeah, that he was like, I, they didn't even have the suits. They, they weren't even super soldiers. Like, yeah, no, they were just very efficient black women who kicked your ass. Like, yeah, like we we've, as the audience, we know that like, oh shit, like, like they fought Killmonger, like who literally had superpowers and a super suit. They're like, well, we have training and good weapons, and they gave him enough of a they they gave him a hassle. So like, being defeated by them is like is an honor that they didn't kill you, you know. Um, I found it interesting that. Go ahead. Oh no! I'm just laughing, just laughing, thinking that like, like you got him on the ropes, John. Like, Bucky's like, oh. looking good out I'm, there, John. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not jumping into this, but like, but I'm having fun watching you get your ass kicked. He's so sassy. Um, Lamar was the only good guy to die, and it was because of John Walker's like fanaticism chasing the flag smashers, mm-hmm. and no. I'm I, I'm it's divided still on this. Of well, yes, but I think it's interesting. So, like, normally losing a black character is because like the writers are like ah they're 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 disposable, disposable right? Um, but I, he was the most important person to John. Not only that, but I think it was interesting that like so much of this is wrapped up in race that it's funny to show that like due to like a white man's quest for like whatever the fuck, a black guy is the person who pays the price for it. And showing that, like, oh, this is, like, a white man's war going on, and who plays the price? Black people. Like, that's that's who the fallout was, because if John wouldn't have done this, Lamar wouldn't have died. Like, he's not the one who killed him, 
but he didn't consider like this could hurt people around me and i just took this magic potion that my friend does not have nor does he have like a vibranium shield he's just a guy um so, so i thought that was like interesting to show like the bodies in john's path were like people of color despite him not actively tr- like the person Again, who's like him not being the kind of person who would be like like super like outwardly racist yeah. like still is part of the system but yeah like his his like s- Captain America interview coronation was like at a black marching band. Like I'm pretty sure John went to a black school or at least like a pretty diverse school and his wife is Brown. So like, it's not that he's like an outward racist and probably would punch somebody in the face for saying something racist, I think. Um, but he will go on to all this stuff and leave a trail of people of color behind him. And like the guy that he killed for supposedly killing Lamar was a a person of color, I think too. So that's kind of interesting, I think, that he only killed people of color or caused people of color to die. And I think it's also, I mean, to the other side of, like, the Lamar thing is that, like, not that... There's... God, there's, like... I mean this in the best possible way. Like, I don't mean this in a bad way, like, that he was disposable, but it, it does hurt less to have one black character die when there are multiple other black characters in the show oh yeah so yeah i feel like i mean you've said this about women so um in marginalized genders so i feel like it's not like a hot take but as a as the black person here i will i i will say that i feel a certain way where since there were so many black people in the show you could have like you could have Sam and Isaiah have different viewpoints about what a black man should do about being Captain America. You have one guy saying, I'm going to do it because I'm not going to have anybody stop me. Whereas Isaiah said, you'd be a fool to do that as a black man, even if they let you. Um, You had black people in the streets kind of talking more stereotypically. You had black people that were like high ranking in different positions. I mean, Sam and Sarah like ran a fishing boat. Like that's not like the stereotypical black thing. There was enough black people around it. Oh, like Lamar died. Like damn, who's the black guy that I get to like in the show? Oh, Sam's there. There's, there's like some flag smasher there. That's you know, you can do more when you actually have the world represent the world. You know, wow. Um, so like if you fridge a black person and there's still lots of black people around, considering that they were most of the protagonists or something, that can work. Yeah, I and mean, even so. the fact that like Carly's biracial too like makes it kind of I don't know like I'm not like obviously it's still like is bad to kill a black person for a white person's storyline but I think they handled it in a way that would be take like it would would not have harmful like would not have harmful like ripples except that we live in a society where like that is a like outside of the context of like that being a problem in like the rest of media in this particular story it wouldn't like this wouldn't be the have that is weird this wouldn't be the one you point to as like the trope definer or like the straw that broke the camel's back necessarily yeah and i mean you could see like it's possible to see the math of how they got here of like okay cool well we need John's partner to die, but we can't just have two white dudes trying to stop Sam from having the shield. Plus, Battlestar is a guy that's in the comics already, so that works too. And they're like, so there's all these things that could possibly happen where it's like, plus, like, the writing team had black people on it, so like, I don't feel put on by this, you know? Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised, again, if it wasn't intentional that 
no, no, we want him to die because it puts John Walker's villainy more at point, you know? Because um, mm. I think normally, like, the man pain trope is more of, like, to get them, like, on, like, the good side or something or get them into action. Whereas this was, like, his villain turn rather than, like, his... Yeah. Now I'll step up and be a hero because this black person died. It's like, no, now I'm going to go off the deep end. Like, I don't know. So that was interesting. Also, funny, my, like, we were watching the last episode of Jumping Back to Fair and then just thought of it because you said turn, but, like, like she was like, I'm not letting the heel turn on this. And, like, it, it, it had never occurred to me before that moment that that was, like, like, not just about, like, turning around, like, and walking in a different direction. Like, I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, you know, you turn on your heel and you go. It's like, no, that's wrestling terminology. Yeah. Like, that's what I, yeah. so I was like, oh, that's from wrestling. Yeah, they have heel turn and face turn. Because, yeah, for those who don't know, faces are the good guys and heels are the bad guys. So heel turn means you t- turn to that. Which is interesting, I guess. Um, I find it interesting that Bucky doesn't have any white friends. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Steve was the only white guy he could trust. Like, after Hydra fucked with him and Tony messed with him. Steve is the only white guy you could trust. He's like, nope, that's it. Wakanda and this country have shown me not to tr- not to trust them. Uh, yeah, like Bucky the anti-racist. Like. like, he had his therapist and he worked with Zemo, but the only people he liked and trusted were like Sam, Sarah, and the Dora Milaje, and his friend, who like, the, the, the Asian gentleman yeah, whose son he killed. Yeah. Yeah. And he went on a date with that girl, but like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's not had, like, a positive interaction with a white person that was like, oh, yeah, let's hang out later. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Um, it was funny. Like, I was, I was laughing at they were like, we're going to literally have a cookout at the end, and Bucky is literally going to be invited. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Like, In case you weren't, weren't sure where Bucky stood. Like, he has been, he is at the, he is at the cookout, and, uh having kids do pull-ups on his arm like he's uncle bucky (laughs) he's kind of like just slots into this family like relatively easily it's like uh he's punched a lot of nazis so like i don't know bucky's like if it's not for black people i literally have nowhere to go (laughs) good for him uh what else uh i think it was a nice touch it was important that the flag smashers were a diverse group um and they were led by a mixed race woman. I think that's very important and good that the people fighting against America's like imperialist nonsense once again are uh, was a diverse group of people and led by a woman. Where the opposite, the GRC was also diverse, kind of, but they were led by a white guy. It's just kind of like a nice like clash of ideals. Point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I have all these different. It's funny. Funny Zemo. Like we thought he was like this pure evil villain. When he first came into Civil War, like, he wanted revenge on the Avengers and killed T'Chaka for no reason. But, like, now we're seeing, like, he's against fascism, he's against eugenics, and, he, like, on the woke scale, he at least knows more about the black experience than, like, the typical American might. So it's just, like, this is kind of weird that Zemo's like, oh, no, like, I'm, I'm, I kill people, but, like, ultimately, I just don't want there to be fascism and eugenics. And it's like, that's a weird character point for you, but, okay. Did you know that, uh... The, the Daniel Brule is the uh, German voice of Lightning Queen. <laughs> <I> do now. <laughs> <laughs> he literally says "Kachow" in German. <laughs> yeah, I wish you would have said it in this show. 
but he was very fun to watch. That's not ra- that, there's not there's no race element to that. I just think he was a very fun character. No, uh, I, I I like I like what he brought to it, and it was funny to have him be like the kind of like you said, like to know more about the Black American experience than most white Americans. I mean, like, Bucky, you, case like, in point, he's like, oh yeah, this is like a quintessential like view of the like the Black experience, and Sam's like, he's out of line, but he's right. It's like, right? <laughs> Bucky, you're you're literally an ally to the black guy in this scene like you're his closest ally and why don't you know this and it's you just never thought about it i guess um aha another thing i don't think it's an accident that carly again mixed race super soldier with a very lefty ideology was just simply shot by karen carter again shout out to black nerd for (laughs) karen carter sharon carter who is just a white capitalist woman like her whole goal is just money apparently Uh Um, and to shoot Carly for, like, sliding her on money reasons. Like, it didn't seem like she shot her to save Sam. It seemed like she shot her because she was mad. Yeah, she was just reacting in anger to, like, literally, like, a capital-related conflict. Yeah. So that's, I think that's kind of... This is the kind of stuff that's not on the nose, but it's there if you look for it, and I don't think is an accident necessarily, but it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you could have had you could have had John try to kill her. You could have had just a random officer like take the shot, and Sam's like, "What are you doing?" Um, it could have been Bucky trying to save Sam, but it, like the fact that it was Sharon, I think, is kind of it fits. So yeah, that's all the different stuff I had about. That's all the thoughts that I could remember. Um, the last. Few, like day or so, but I think there's a lot of interesting race stuff more so than any other MCU movie, even Black, Black Panther. Panther. Like that was that was, that was more like an Afrofuturism like celebration of like African Black culture. Yeah, that was about Black people, and I think it was a uniquely Black story. But that wasn't like that story wasn't about being Black. Um, hence the fact that you could tell like you could literally tell that story in Thor of like oh hey like someone who thinks they're the rightful heir to the throne wants to, like, destroy everything in the name of the throne. Like, they literally told the same story twice in a row. Um, <laughs> you know, which is not to say that Black Panther could have been the same if it was just white people, but the MCU plot of it was not specifically about race, whereas, like, Sam wanting to be turning into Captain America was literally... That whole story was about race, and they probably could have got away with not covering it if they didn't want that smoke but they're like nah it's, it's about time to reckon with a few things and the right people got mad so I'm happy about that yeah yeah I think the like if I had like any like, like and I think I mentioned this a little bit at the beginning I think that maybe the one thing that I have an issue with is that like it's definitely good that Buffy got second billing in the title, but I wonder if, like, if it was, like, a feint, almost, to have to call it the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because, like, the Winter Soldier was there, <laughs> but it was very much not his story. Like, he was, he had, like, the, he, he had a plot line that I think it was much more about Sam. Yeah. And I wonder if that was, like, a thing in terms of, like, let's get people to watch this because I think it's a buddy comedy. Like, just because, like, I think if they hadn't, I would feel less nipped on a completely personal and not 
any point of, like, <laughs> intersectional critique level, like, just on a personal level, I would feel less annoyed about how they handled Bucky's storyline if he hadn't been given, billing. like, if I, yeah, like, the billing of being, like, a co-lead. Because they handled the, like, they handled the race stuff, yes, in the, like, Marvel, like, corny way, but they handled it a lot. They handled it a lot. Yeah. Whereas, like, on the mental health side of things, like, it, like, I saw a thread on Twitter that, like, literally everything the therapist did was not, never something you would ever do to someone who was, like, a, like, if you were trying to, like, deprogram someone from a cult, or, like, make, like, someone who was, like, brainwashed or something like that, like, even just, like, down to the fact that, like, her office has that, like, field of trees on the wall, like, someone was like, you would want to have, like, a very, like, small, like, secure-feeling room so he didn't feel like he had to watch, like, all of his, like, watch his six while he's trying to, like, calm down. Like, just, like, even to that point? Yeah, it was shot in... Yeah, it was, like, shot in Mr. Robot-ass angles. I'm like, what are these angles shooting Bucky from, like, the neck up and having, like, most of the screen empty? Like, are we supposed to not believe in this therapist? Like... Uh, were we supposed to get the impression that Bucky was opposed to therapy, or that the therapist was doing a bad job? Because I don't think we got the impression that she was doing a bad job from the show. Like, she was, but the show didn't tell us that. We had to just realize, yeah, like, she's doing a bad realize, job. Like, like, they're, like, and even, like, Sam, like, Sam having done, like, passive, like, like part-time therapy at, like, the VA, like, the idea of a therapist just bringing a third stranger into a an appointment after announcing to the whole room that they're your therapist and just dragging a third person in like is so what like it, it, it made good tv but it's so like far beyond the realm of like what is good mental health care yeah and i think similar to race in a vacuum or with people that are, like, just more aware of these things. Like, for you and me to watch, it's like, oh, this is, like, TV drama. Like, that's not how therapy goes. But not a lot of people are necessarily going to get that right away. Or, like, might be like, oh, this is cool. This therapy, the therapist really gave him some tough love. It's like, that's not how therapy works, though. Like, <laughs> and that might be a lot of people's only experience to what therapy looks like. And just be like, yeah, I don't want to go to that. Like, that's not what it is, though. So I wish they would have handled it better. Yeah, and I think the, the other the other side of it is that, like, part of the reason I think they handled it poorly is because even the therapist was framing um, Bucky, go, like, healing from his past as making amends for what he did, rather than as, like, accepting that he was not the active participant in what he did. Yeah. Like, framing him having to, like, make amends, quote-unquote, is, like, saying, like, well, you are responsible for all the things you did when you were brainwashed like assassin yeah like the the show wants us to believe that this is his fault like and we all know like without a shadow of a doubt this is literally not his fault like there's nothing bucky had a choice of in any of this yeah and like just like even the the idea of like like there were moments like even in the trailer where like there's in the first fight scene when they're like hanging off of the the semi-truck I was like, this man would literally have a panic attack. Like, he, the reason he became the Winter Soldier is because he fell off of a train that he was hanging from by one arm 
Like, I cannot imagine hanging off a semi-truck not triggering something for you. Yeah. Like... And we have, like... So, like, <laughs> there's also the whole weirdness of, like, okay, so you mean to tell me Wakanda has the technology and therapy skills to deprogram brainwashing from you that was done supernaturally but didn't, like, cure your PTSD? Which is not to say that could happen in real life, but, like, with Wakanda Super Science, they could they did everything short of, like, stopping your nightmares. That seems kind of, seems pretty plot, like, that's pretty convenient. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's, like, it's very, like, either you have the ability to heal him completely, and now he doesn't need a therapist because he's been mentally healed completely, or he needs a therapist and he still has, like, nightmares and is still working through his shit, like... Yeah. I don't know, I feel... So I feel like, from... While completely knowing that I was never going to get, like, the Ruby Tumblr version of what I wanted from this show, I still think that there are ways they could have handled it better, especially when they did so much, like, to, like have a race conversation with popcorn superhero movie well yeah they i mean they did like a a trauma conversation with wandavision yeah. like so it almost just feels like like it's not even a black or white or male or female thing they just don't know what to do with bucky because yeah, like well like, if he's not the winter soldier what's it like what's his his hook his hook is that he's a dude from the 50s like he's just captain america now like he just wants to eat his plums and get back in the dating game like that's that's the conflict like <laughs> The whole thing of him being like, you know, I want you to care about the shield because Steve cared about that and he believed in me. So if if if, if that's a, if like the that belief in that's a, like, bad, that was such a like, um, like visceral moment. Yeah, like, like the only time we got like wounded Bucky in the entire show. But like, let that be the hook though, because like that wouldn't be in his government therapy of like, why do you feel so close to the American shield? Like, no, they would they would just assume that's because he's from that time, you know? But his whole, my damage goes beyond the Hydra, like, the beyond the war PTSD and the brainwashing, and God, like, all the Avengers stuff with Thanos would be a whole other kind of PTSD that we don't have the science for. But there could be, like, I just never felt confident as myself. Like, so, you know, millennial <laughs> therapy, like, he needs that on top of that. And yeah. that, that could have been the whole conflict he has. Like, I care about the shield, you don't care about it, we have tension... I don't need the whole stuff with him making amends because it amounted to what, ten minutes at the beginning. Like he's best friends with, with an Asian gentleman because he killed his son. Like, like we didn't need that. Just, yeah, <laughs> like, like I, I really thought it could have just been like, oh, like maybe this guy is like a World War Two veteran that Bucky feels more comfortable hanging out with because like that, that's what he grew up like. Yeah. Literally, like, and also like I I didn't even buy like the the idea that he would leave the notebook for his therapist at the end because that's literally the only other thing he has that Steve touched. Yeah. It would have been one thing if he would have ripped the pages out. Like, okay. But, like, so that's that's Steve's book with all the other things that you need. I guess he caught up on all the cultural stuff, but still, like, you don't want to keep the memento from your best friend? Like, that's... (laughs) Like, you were so pressed about the shield. (laughs) Like, like, are just gonna toss this notebook that, like, he carried around for ages? I just imagine Bucky being like, well, you know, now that I found out the shield might have some racist background, I, I kind of don't believe in the whole Captain America thing anymore, so I'm just gonna miss Steve, like, in a regular way, like... Uh, <laughs> miss Steve in a regular uh, way. 
Like, I, I was gonna pretend, like, I'm gonna, like, not learn anything else, because every time I learn anything, it just makes me sad. <laughs> or maybe he was hanging out with Sarah and she's like, you better get rid of that dusty old book. Um, <laughs> I don't know which ship is better. Sa- Sam Bucky or, 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 or Sarah Bucky. They're both really good ships. They are. I think my, like, I will continue to, like, I'm, like, I'm always gonna root for the gays, so, like... That's fair. Definitely go and stand Bucky as, like, a primary thing, but, you know, Bucky has two hands, and he can carry a lot with that metal one. Yeah, but that, those so, are siblings, though. That's the problem. That's the thing. The siblings don't have to be together. That's, yes, I understand that, and I get that, <laughs> but it would still be a little bit weird. <laughs> be like, no, he's my boyfriend today, no, you had him last weekend, like, <laughs> you can't like have visitation like rights. Of, like, yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like there's a vibe, like, you know, in The Lion King, when Mufasa's like, before, or, uh, Sarabi says, like, before the sun, like, rises, he's your son. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, Bucky's up to some some nonsense today. He's your, he's your boyfriend today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so weird. I think, I think the problem I have with the Sam Bucky ship is not like a problem. Like, it's not problematic. It's just that for some reason I just don't see Anthony Mackie that way. I think just because mm-hmm. I know a real person who kind of looked like him. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, who I honestly think was related to him. Like, they must be related. Uh, they have the same last name. But, <laughs> um... No, I, I just, for some reason I don't see Falcon that way, but I see other characters that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if I'm gonna ship two people, I need it to be like, I don't know. <laughs> you need to be able to escape and not like you're looking at people that you know. Or just regular, like cheating because you totally ship your friends. That's different because it's not like I'm shipping my friends with celebrities. That would be weird. <laughs> Hot dog! I hope my friends meet. Uh, John Goodman. I'm shipping myself with John Goodman? I don't know. He's the first celebrity I could think of that wasn't Sam and Bucky. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I, I ship my co-host with Rihanna and Loki. I don't know. Like, (laughs) these are the only people I could think of right now. Um, but yes, some of the conversation was about, like, queer baiting and stuff. Um, and I think I'm falling on the side of it's dudes being bros in a somewhat more intimate relationship. Like, yeah, I don't think it's so much queer baiting as queer possible, which is not a term. Um, you know, it's Kim Possible's, like, drag name queer possible. Um, yeah. Like, I feel like the only thing that I felt was, like, a little, like, shitty was, like, putting Bucky on a date in the first episode. Like, and I know that in the process like in, in the mentality of the the show it was saying like Bucky's not ready for human connection right now like he's still like very much a fish out of water out of his time but I feel like there is such a like loud like queer Bucky kind of presence in fandom and online that like being like I hear he is going on a date with a woman like yeah because Especially because the, that's the first time we've seen since Endgame, and the last thing we saw Steve do in Endgame was also fuck Go. off to have a date with a woman. Which, like, like how how straight do you have to be to go back in time to where there's no internet 
It's not like you've been here for a year. You have been here for years. You have Google. You have maps. You have weather apps. You're like, eh, I don't need the internet. I want to go back to dance with Peggy. Like, go back to when it was more racist and more sexist and more everything bad. It's like... I, Haley Atwell's hot. She's not hotter than the internet as an, yeah. as a concept. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Steve Rogers was tripping. Also... Bro, you fought your own country for your boyfriend, and you're like, that's fine, he can stay here. Like, what kind of non-character-ass writing is this for Steve's like, ah, yeah, I fought a purple dude, I'm going back in time. Like, I, I don't know, I didn't like that very much. I'm still mad about that. But I wonder, do you think there's an element of that thing that some countries have to do that when they want to put queer characters in, but they can't, that, like, Disney makes that stuff happen? That they're like, well, we're not, we can't write Bucky to be gay, but we can write him as gay as possible and say he was going on dates with people who had tigers and like the first woman we see him with, he's just utterly uninterested in like, like, I don't know why they wrote him the way they did. I think, I think there's definitely, like, that's definitely a possibility. Like. But I feel like there's, like, in some places, it's like, well, I feel like they could have gotten away with a lot more than that in the context of this show, like, given, like, if you're comparing it to something like Yuri on Ice or The Untamed, where it's like, no, they're definitely gay, gay, but, like, because of our, like, current, like, broadcasting laws, we can't let them smooch. Right. Like, even comparing to something like that, I feel like they could have done more with Bucky. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're Disney. They can do whatever they want to. So I'm just wondering if they're just being nerds about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so weird. Like, you, you know how fine, line, fine of a line you have to walk to, like, almost be, be like, to almost be queer baiting and to tell your queer audience to fuck off? Like, you know the, the how <laughs> fine of a line you have to walk? Like... It's almost impressive if they haven't been doing it for years. Um, but no, I, 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 I could see the queer shipping, and I can also see like the the broness of it at the same time. Which is not to say that you can't just be gay bros. Um, but you know, just wanted to bring that up as well. Any other thoughts? I mean, I think that's a, a nice full discussion of a lot of the stuff in the show and the themes. It was shot well. Yeah, I thought it was, it, was, it was nice to look at. I enjoyed it overall. I'm glad that the uh, open borders uh, leftists didn't end up being the, like, the villain villain in the end. It was the villain. I mean, who did Sam ultimately punch? Imperialism? Yeah. That's who got the talking to, so I guess that's who the bad guy was. <laughs> uh shame that they uh wasted carly's character on just this in the sense that like i feel like she could have came back and been cool the actress seems pretty legit so yeah i'm excited for her to like go like the only reason i'm okay with the fact that she died at the end of this is that like erin kelly is gonna go on to do like she better get all this stuff yeah she's been in what so far she's been in solo and this right yeah her name Aaron 
What's your name? <laughs> Aaron Kellyman, the most Irish name on the planet. Yeah, props to props to people with red hair. I have the slightest tinge of red hair, and I will stand by it. Anything else that she's in? People, uh. people with the most Irish names. <laughs> Dom and then Aaron Kellyman. My, my last name's Irish. That's what I mean. Like, your last name's Irish. Dominic's more Italian. Italian. Yeah, I'm named after an Italian guy, I think. Uh, but yeah, I don't recognize her from anything else. That's that's wild. Hope she gets all the roles. Yeah. It's amazing what like, uh, like I guess I got to give like the art and makeup team like a lot of work. Like, there's like a photo of her from I guess she was in like a Les Mis TV show mm-hmm. on her Wikipedia, and I'm like, oh, she's a baby. She looks so young. But like in the show, I'm like, this is like a weathered woman who's ready to stab somebody. <laughs> She's like twenty two years old, like she's a child. <laughs> I was gonna say, like in, in solo she looks like a teenager. Like That's probably because she was. <laughs> I'm guessing if that came out in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Uh, she was either nineteen or twenty, depending on when they shot it, maybe eighteen, but oof. But Sam but uh Sam and Bucky. They're some lovely grown men. But yeah, I think that's an episode. Uh any parting thoughts? I'm, I'm, that's, I have said many a take. Cool. So, better or worse show. than WandaVision? Um, Sorry, not worse. Which was better, I think, is the better thing. Better yeah, way to ask it. I, mean, I think WandaVision took more risks. Yeah, that's, that's and, true. And it had... Like, I had goodwill towards Sam and Buffy already going into this this show, whereas I did not give a single shit about Wanda and Vision going into that show, so like I feel like just based on that, they did a bet, like, they made a better show because they made me care about them that's fair um, but also they brought back Jimmy and Darcy who were crowd favorites yeah, so I would say like, not that I didn't, not that I thought this was a a terrible show, but I just did still think and, like, one vision still did, like, kind of taper off at the end into, like, more, like, standard MCU bullshit, but, like, yeah, that's my take. How about cool. you? Um, WandaVision gave people more opportunity to be hot, so, WandaVision, like, just a hot cast, just, like, it's a, a beautiful cast. I mean, like, Monica was there, Darcy was there, Jimmy was there, uh, Agatha was there. I mean, pretty much everybody except for, like, the, the, the main villain dude. He kind of, he was just a guy. But, so, yeah, WandaVision, I think, was was better. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it, uh, <laughs> the messages from Falcon and the Winter Soldier resonated with me and brought me close to tears more often. There's a few times. Um, but WandaVision, I'd say, was overall more fun and inspired, like, theorizing and audience participation a little bit more. So, it was more of an interesting watch, but I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier was good. There's more like, like I, I didn't feel like I needed to worry about Falcon and Winter Soldier spo- spoilers on Twitter on no. Friday because I was like, no one's really talking about this. Yeah, the only spoiler from the show that like would have probably spoiled things for me was to be like, oh, like John Walker kills a dude with a shield, like oh, <laughs> like that's kind of a wow moment. But besides that, like yeah, spoilers are like, yeah, they they won, the bad guy died, like it's it's an MCU thing, <laughs> like what do you think <laughs> happened? <laughs> Yeah, good show. Um, yeah. Listeners, thanks for 
checking out another episode. Uh, these go on YouTube stuff. Do you want to hit the social media biz real quick? Yeah. So if you want to find us anywhere on the internet, you can do that. You can find this podcast in all the pod places under Character Reveal. You can find us at Character Web on Twitter and at Character Reveal on Facebook and Instagram. You can toss some money our way on Patreon at patreon.com slash character reveal. Um, you can find Dom at Brother Dom anywhere he wants to be found on the internet and me at Stuff on Twitter. That's the biz. Hey, listeners, thanks so much for joining us for another spoiler cast recap. We appreciate you. See you again this week. And until next time, see you later.